Is Castle in the Sky a step up or a step down from Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind? Why don't we talk about that on this episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online game retailer. Each week, they have brand new bundles that last for only a limited amount of time. And with Humble Bundle Monthly, for a flat fee each month, you gain access to over $100 worth of games for only $13. A game I received was Soul Calibur 6, which normally retails at nearly $60, and I got it and several other highly rated games for the low price of $13. If you love games as much as I do, do yourself a favor and get Humble Bundle Monthly using the link down in the description or by using the link on our website. Not only will you be getting amazing games for yourself, you'll also be able to support the podcast. Back to the show. In my opinion, no, it's not a step up. I think it might actually be a half step down. That's not me that's not me saying it's bad it's just me saying it's closer to castle cagliostro than nausicaa and what i mean by that is is it feels like it's a macguffin film there's one macguffin and the good guys are trying to take it from the bad guys it feels very much more so like castle cagliostro less about the nature versus man or uh negative emotion versus positive it is less studio ghibli miyazaki film and closer to castle cagliostro again not a bad thing there's a lot of cultural importance to this film just for me personally it didn't reach out and grab me i was sitting there watching it and kept looking looking at it going i'm it's just not grabbing me when is this over like it feels just kind of blah and that's a personal opinion if you love castle in the sky great i'm not gonna tell you you're wrong just for me it wasn't as good as nausicaa i would much rather watch nausicaa again than castle in the sky castle in the sky is about a girl with a pendant that uh, is the key to finding a hidden city, basically, in the sky. That's really it. Yeah, there's some hijinks along the way of, like, who who basically kidnaps the girl and who's got control of the crystal. and It just felt very much like a MacGuffin. Like, you know, those old movies where it's like, I've got this secret thing and it's the key to the entire plot. That's what this was. Castle Cagliostro had one as well. It was the princess's ring. This one, it was the princess's necklace. Now, a lot of cultural influence was taken from this film, 
There's absolutely no denying this. There are many that claim that it's actually the great-great-grandfather of the whole steampunk movement. Sky pirates, airships. It, 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 it is the cornerstone of what steampunk is. Robots powered by steam. That's what steampunk is. So was this the great-great-grandfather of steampunk? Maybe? No? I don't know. Who really can tell for sure? I can see a lot of things that came from it, possibly. But, you know, I think it's quite interesting. There's also a lot of things, like Laputa is being has been used a lot, a lot in... Uh, in in, a, in pop culture, Ethereum is a crystal in the in the show, and it's a cryptocurrency with the symbol from this movie. So it's very influential in pop culture, and in in games and anime. It's just it it fills the idea of steampunk, and it. It, it, I think it it helped bear the idea of sky pirates. I've said that at least once now, but like the whole idea of airships, not spaceships, airships like like Final Fantasy airship, like old school RPG airships, and like the sky pirates. You know, you'll be flying in your airship, and all of a sudden you're getting you know, waylaid by sky pirates. It, it, it has a huge cultural pinpoint. But for me, having seen it so late in my life, I've seen all those things before. And while it is interesting to see where some of them potentially could have gotten their start, just for me, the story just didn't grab me. I wish it did because I have a lot of friends that are like, Oh my god, it's the best one out there. I love it. It's my favorite. I've got the soundtrack. I've got the novelization or whatnot. I've got art from it. I'm all for it. Great. Awesome. It's just not my thing. I wish it was. But it's not. I'm more of a fan of Nausicaa. Now, that seems unfair comparing past to this. But I think it's incredibly fair. Directors build upon their previous works. Previous works such as Castle Cagliostro and Nausicaa and now Castle in the Sky. For the next film, I'll be comparing it to all three of them. And I and there are some that I really, really look forward to in the list. Now, there are some things that are very much the way Miyazaki does it. Like the animation style is very Miyazaki, very Studio Ghibli. Just the story wasn't in it for me. Wasn't anything else, just story. The animation style looked crisp. The music was all right. I think that music, it becomes more memorable the more the actual storyline grabs you um, because you're focusing more on that. When I was watching this, I was having a hard time focusing on it because it was just 
kind of there for me. It didn't reach out and grab me like Nausicaa did, where the stunning visuals, the always something happening, the ideas behind it, this one felt cut and dry, like a typical action film even, or like films such as like Star Wars, which is not to say it's bad, it's just to say it's not my thing. Do I think you should watch it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good enough film, but I probably won't watch it again for a very long time. But I think you should. If you're a fan of an artist, you should listen to all of their work. You may not like all of it as much as you like some of it, but I think that's important. Being a fan of a franchise isn't just going, "Uh uh-huh, good, 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 and clapping your hands and nodding your head. That means going, you know, not all of it is my favorite, but that makes what is my favorite more special. If you're a fan of an artist or a book or, you know, a, a painter, you don't have to like everything they've ever done. If you don't. If if that if that was the case, no one would be a fan of anything. But I think it's important to have viewed it so you can make your own opinion. If you don't watch something because I say it wasn't my favorite and you deny yourself that experience because of what I said, you're limiting yourself. Go out and watch something, even if I go, eh, not my favorite, or eh, I thought it was trash. Go out and experience it. If it sounds remotely interesting to you, go out and experience it. I think that's what's the important thing. I don't like harping on, I don't like it, I don't like it as much, blah, blah, blah. That's negativity. I say, it's not my cup of tea, but I hope that it's yours. I hope that you watch it and you go, I liked it. Boy saves girl. Girl is more important than boy actually knows. Leads the way to Secret City. And they make an ultimate sacrifice. I think that's important. Experience things for yourself. Movie reviews often have the ability to go. Most people just go, nope, movie reviewer didn't give it a good score. I'm not watching it. And you're denying yourself. Yeah. I may not be a fan of something that you like, but I may like something that you hate. A lot of people hate the Resident Evil movies. I love them. A lot of people hate the Doom movie. I love it. A lot of people like other movies. And I don't. I don't care about them. And that's okay. I strongly urge people you to formulate your own idea of This is what I'm into. This is what I'm not. And experience that. I think that is an important takeaway. Not so much whether or not I didn't like it or liked it or uh, liked it less than Nausicaa or more than Castle Cagliostro. I think it's important for me to say, yeah, it wasn't my favorite. But I want you to form your own opinion. I still say, go watch it. It's a good enough film. It's only about an hour and 45 minutes. It's not that long, 
So you're not going to be wasting a whole day watching something and then go, eh, it's only about two hours long, 124 minutes. Give it a watch. Give it a watch and see how you like it. I don't have a whole lot else to go on this because, again, I don't like ragging on something and going, here's why I didn't like it. Here's this. Here's this. Just give you my opinion. Not as good, in my opinion. Nausicaa was better. So, let me know what you think about Castle in the Sky down in the comments down below. And be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. And uh, I'll see you all next time on the next episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. Peace! Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill Podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill Podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers! Cheers!